Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit burningdogradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. We're in Acts chapter 19 today, and we're going to pick it up in verse 19. Acts chapter 19, verse 19. Now where we are is in a city of Ephesus. Paul the Apostle had worked his way there, and having come into Ephesus, he saw a great dichotomy in the movement of God. We saw the Spirit of God move in ways perhaps that Paul had never seen before. Great miraculous uh, occurrences at the touch of his hand. Uh, People were being healed and people were being transformed like never before. But then we saw some demonic activity, which always seems to be uh, present in a contrary form every time God's spirit is poured out. And in this case, we have these guys, these seven sons of a high priest by the name of Sceva, who decided that they kind of dug this whole casting out uh, demons business. So they tried it on their own. And they even went so far as to evoke the name of Jesus Christ in doing it. Now, the demon that was in the man they were trying to deal with said, you know, I know this Jesus and I know Paul, but I don't know you and proceeded to beat those seven men till the text tells us they ran out of the house naked. And it was an incredible event in which inspired transformation in a lot of individuals there in Ephesus. We see further evidence of that beginning in verse 19 this week when it says, many of those who practiced magical arts brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. They counted their price and found it to be 50,000 pieces of silver. So the word of the Lord was growing and becoming mighty. Now, I need to point out right off the bat here that what's occurring is, I believe, not meant to be a directive to pursue the practice of public burning of worldly books. We have to realize the context in which this is occurring. For Ephesus, as we already mentioned, the occult and the magic were major issues there. So the average man gave a lot of credence to these things. So there needed to be a great public renouncement. A great public renouncement was necessary, if you will, in order to distill those public fears. Now, certainly a public confession of rebirth is indeed both a wonderful and important thing. Now, whether that occurs in a dramatic way, like presented here in this text, 19 and 20, or whether it's presented in a quieter way, you know, between friends, still it serves as a concrete point of repentance. Doing so tells of our turning away from the world and to a Redeemer. Matthew chapter 10, verse 32 says, Everyone, therefore, who confesses me before men... I will also confess him before my Father who is in heaven. So because of the turning away from these elements of false worship, God now gave a free movement to advance the kingdom. It's not that we somehow can restrict God's hand, but the reality is he so often chooses to operate within the realm of our free will. And that's what was occurring here, it seems. Now, verse 21 says, Now after these things had ended, Paul determined in the spirit 
when he had passed through Macedonia and Achaia to go to Jerusalem, saying, After I have been there, I must also see Rome. Having sent unto Macedonia two of those who served with him, Timothy and Erastus, he himself stayed in Asia for a while. You know, like Superman here, Paul's work here was finished, I guess. He then purposed in the spirit, our text tells us, to travel now on to new territory. I guess there are those who purpose to do something, and then there are those to whom the Spirit calls to actually do something. And finally, there are those who, in the call of the Spirit, sets their sights and their purpose even upon a worthy goal or a worthy aspiration. Unless the call of the Spirit and the desire of the heart are indeed unified, Scripture tells us, Quote, those who build do so in vain, end quote. It's from Psalms 127, verse 1, says, Unless Yahweh builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless Yahweh, or Jehovah, watches over the city, the watchman guards it in vain. So, Paul had a plan now. He was enthralled and inspired by what he had experienced there in Ephesus, and God was behind him. So now, with that going on, there was nothing that could stop him. He sent a couple of his team members on to another field of ministry. Apparently, what he had to do, he must have felt that he needed to do so himself. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com.